0: Four, three, two. First things first, let me just tell you how fucking dirty my room is right now. Not dirty in a sense, if you want to call it dirty, it is. You can't see because this is only audio edition of the show. But, um, there's clothes everywhere, Marvin. I'm looking around as we speak on my desk. There's headphones, there's just a dirty sock. I of a dirty sock, I think it's clean. Just hadn't put it away. Um, just everything is scattered, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long time. It's been a long week. It's, it's, it really has been a long time since we've been on the show. So welcome in. We're finally here. We're finally back. Welcome in, ladies, ladies, also ladies and guy, ladies and gentlemen. It's to Kicking It With the King podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Gabriel Hernandez, joining you here live. It is June 13th. I don't say May. I don't know why I say May. That's how fast time is going by. It's June 13th, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in episode 270 of Kicking It With the King. We tried to previously get some episodes of the podcast on to record some segments, but never really got around to it. It's been a while. There's a lot to talk about today's show. Without further ado, though, first and foremost, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod, as well as my Twitter and Instagram, which, ladies and gentlemen, is breaking news, are both different now. You guys remember when there was both G The King? Now you can follow me on Instagram at G The King Official, as well as. Twitter at G the King MMA. One more time, G the King official. It's the word official and G the King before it, ladies and gentlemen. It's not hard. Um, and also, like I said, we're available everywhere. You get your podcast iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio, and all the major podcast providers. Everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, we are available. Leave us a five star rating, review, rate, share, like, like, share, rate, review. And so forth. Anyways, guys, we got a lot that's happened. It's kind of one of the lower points about not doing a podcast since May twenty fifth. Technically, since it's May twenty fifth, it was May twenty fifth. The last episode was released. So May twenty fifth. How long ago is that? Okay, let's see, baby. 17 days. So seventeen days. 10, 15, 3 weeks, if you're talking about a a work week an average work week, that's 15 days, that's 3 weeks man, 3 work weeks 17 days, you know, 2 weeks 14 days, so so a week and 3 days if you're you're really technically being true. wait, it's 2 weeks 7, 14 yeah, yeah, so 2 weeks and 3 days been a little bit of time, ladies and gentlemen and it's good, the best thing is that a lot to talk about, a lot to update you guys about, and a lot of things to discuss, debate, and um, continue on for such an amazing episode. So tune in, sit back, relax, enjoy. Pop open your beers, pop open your joints, whatever it is, if that's what, even a thing. Um, like I said, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're have a killer show today. So without further ado, let's let's begin. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, a lot of UFC fights have been announced recently. Um, I mean, obviously UFC 250 just wrapped, and, you know, that was one of my key points, one of my most exciting uh, times to talk about. You know, a lot of shit happened during that night in the Bantamweight tournament. I mean, Cody Garbrandt's fantastic, uh, you know, win over Rafael Assange at the end of the buzzer. I mean, you got Aljamain Sterling dominating Corey Sanhagen in the first round. Staking his claim for a title shot at Bantamweight now, um, piotr Yan versus Jose Aldo's the 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 fight that's going to be for the vacant Bantamweight title since Henry Suhudo has retired, and another amazing fight about by another amazing another amazing fight about. about um... <laughs> My words was fucking all off, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Another, excuse me, amazing fight that went down at 135 was Sean O'Malley's return against uh, Eddie Weinland. First round knockout. Absolutely impressive. Where do all these men go from here? Where does Cody Garban go? Where does Sean O'Malley go? Where does Al Sterling go? I mean, there's been all these different talks title shot, title fights, number one contender fights. Was this a fight to make them one contender fight? Does Cody deserve a title shot? Does Al Sterling deserve a title? I mean, it, there's so many different variables and so many different um, debates to talk about. So we're without further ado, let's continue in that. And um, you know, I want to start it all off um, by saying that. Um, You know, obviously, Aljamain Sterling was between Aljamain Sterling and Pieter Yan for the longest time when Henry Cejudo was out, or when he was the champion, when they really didn't have any contenders or anything. Well, they did have contenders, but the two hottest contenders were Pieter and Aljamain Sterling for the longest time. They're talking about who should get it, should those two fight. If those two didn't fight, who would get the next title shot? I mean, then they're throwing Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz loses. You know, Henry Cejudo has surgery. Aljamain Sterling has surgery, so there's a lot of different obstacles that kept... Al remains struggling out of a title fight. There's parts of me that say he would have been in title fight sooner, before all this. But now he's on the wings of waiting, um, and I rightfully believe that he should be next for the title fight. You know, obviously Cody Garbrandt looked amazing in his return, and obviously I felt that he was an ultimate control. And you know, with all respects to Cody Garbrandt and stuff. Former world champion. Obviously, you know, a lot of people are saying like, you know, why was this up uh, this card? why it was a Al Jermaine Sterling versus Corey Sandhagen fight, a number one contenders fight, when you've got a former champion fighting in the co-main event. I understood that, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was all about performance. It's all about what should be, um, what, 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 obviously about the performance and the storyline behind the fighter, the career, what they're doing, you know, how many great fights they had. So I okay. mean look like I said, look at Algerman Sterling's body of work in his last five fights. He's looked absolutely phenomenal. And he, he he got a guy out in the first round that essentially was, you know, the kind of the next coming of Jesus in a lot of people's minds. You know, kind of a better version of Dominic Cruz or T J. Dillashaw and stuff like that. People are high praising um, Corey Sanhagen, Obviously Algernon Sterling took that fight, took him right down and, you know, you know, showed showed the real work that he has. So um, yeah, Alderman Sterling should be next. I mean, Dana White said that. I mean, everybody. I think everybody believes that. I th- think that he deserves the next crack at the belt. And, you know, he, if he, he can fight the winner of Jose Aldo versus Pietro. Yeah, and, you know, obviously a lot of people want to see that Pietro. Peter. Yeah, I'm just going to start calling him Peter, man. Fuck all the Pietro. Trying to get my Russian accent out perfect. You're from Russia. You don't know. Give me a ring. Let me see. No. No, no, and no. No, no, no. So, like I said, Aldo and Sterling gets the next crack at the Bantamweight title. Who do I think would win between Jose Aldo and Pietro Yan? I mean, I, the thing is, for me, Aldo has been in the game for so damn long, as as many casual fans, as in every hardcore fans, and, you know, mainstream media fans. I mean, there's a lot of people that know who Pietro Yan is. But, you know, when it comes to selling and it comes to no, no, notoriety and, and ticket sales and numbers and all that's very, very important. But I don't think Peter Yan really sells that well because he doesn't necessarily speak English, not because he isn't a fantastic fighter. I mean, you see that win over Uriah Faber? Has anyone ever slept Uriah Faber like that? He fucked Uriah Faber up, man. That was nasty, and he has good boxing on top of that. Dude. Peter Yan's a dangerous dude, but so is Jose Aldo, former UFC featherweight champion, two-time featherweight champion, um, long-time defending, you know, WEC featherweight champion was as vicious as fucking hell back in his day. Still is very vicious still. Fight's pretty damn good. I mean, 99% of the world thought he beat Marlon Moraes in his last fight, meaning the fact that, look at Jose Allo now. Oh, he's a one to bantamweight. Oh, he lost his last fight. Oh, look at who he's fighting, and look at what he's getting. He's getting the next crack at the 135-pound title. Chance to... um. Further add to his legacy, a chance to further cement him as one of the best fighters of all time. One of the best fighters of all time. One of the most known, well, beloved fighters of all time. against gets a very dangerous Peter Yan. I mean, I don't really. <laughs> I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say or trash anybody or say like I don't. I don't I mean I don't. I mean, there's nothing absolutely flashy about a Peter Yan versus like a Aljamain Sterling. Cause you look at Aljamain Sterling for example, right? For the longest time, he wasn't really, you know, he didn't really strike with people too much. You know, he was always grappling heavy. You know, he had excellent submissions, very talented, very savage, like grappling game. Man, he's literally like the human anaconda, He can choking people out, darsing people. You know, he, Aljamain Sterling could do it all. I mean, grappling is, you know, probably the most dominant. Um, Devastate grappling you know like you if you think of a guy like Khabib for example, right? You look at his, his style grappling heavy, right? You know, he'll stay on the feet. He'll throw kicks a little punches You know, he'll, he'll close the distance But once you get your back to that cage and Khabib sees an open and he's going to shoot that takedown and have your back against the cage and 99.999% people don't stop that so like I said grappling is, is a very dominant kind of you know A dominant style and you know, along with wrestling grappling wrestling, you know, but Al Jermaine Sterling was a wrestler Phenomenal grappler, MMA grappler, MMA wrestler, so he's absolutely fantastic. I mean, he looked absolutely amazing on his feet against Pedro Munoz. He came down here, looked absolutely amazing against called Sanhagen. I mean, Al Joe's is fun, absolutely. It's tough, savages and stuff. He went over Hendon Morale. Eddie, I mean, I don't, I don't think he beat Eddie Wyndham. Uh, that's Sean O'Malley, but um, yeah, so, mean, like I said. He looks absolutely fantastic. So I mean, like you know, like a, going back to what I was saying about Peter Yan. I mean, Peter Yan has excellent stand up and all that, but really haven't seen him in any huge, huge, high profile fights or anything like that. I mean, the Uriah Faber win was probably one of the most impressive ones I think. But you know, like Aljamain Sterling is just on a whole different level when it comes to experience and who he's fought. Now I'm saying it's. I'm not saying that this fight wouldn't be competitive. I'm just saying that you know. You know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But first things first, got to see what happens between Josie Aldo and Peter Yan. I mean, obviously, say, for example, someone gets hurt or something like that. We could change everything up. We could go Algernon Sterling in the mix or something like that. So that would be kind of But, yeah. Anyways, like I said, uh, so next title fight goes to be, um, goes to um, Aljamain Sterling, in my opinion. I don't think there's anyone else at 135 pounds that does deserve it. Because, obviously, the other guy, that other half of, it, of the... Of the division um, and Peter Yan and Josie Aldo are going at it right now I mean, it's hot it's hot prospect I mean there's Cody Garbrandt in the mix Sean O'Malley I mean White's on fire right now man so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that I just it was just crazy to see that Henry actually retired and really pushed his belt I mean like geez that man was serious about what his morals were and stuff like that so um Obviously in the main event, um, Amanda Nunes defeated Felicia Spencer as I predicted and as I thought. You know, I just I mean, I seen Felicia, she's she she did go toe to toe with Cyborg, that seems to be her one thing that people remember about her I main Invicta champion as well, if you followed her back to the Invicta days. But you know what just just in the fight when I first started started from start to finish, man, I just you know, there wasn't anything absolutely flashy about what she did or what she did in that fight and anything like that she did that was like oh my god this is going to be an absolute threat. Now she does have a chin. She's very tough. She's she's, she's 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 very durable. Very very durable. But you know toughness she's very tough. And obviously like I said in that fight with Cyborg she showed her toughness. But you know like I said this is a mixed martial arts. Toughness doesn't get you anywhere. Toughness, skill, durability. Ability to withstand, come back, and not break mentally. I'm not saying that Felicia Spencer broke mentally. I'm just saying you gotta have way more skills than just toughness. You gotta have that. Otherwise, you're not gonna. Um, otherwise, you're not gonna win. You're just gonna get your ass beat. I don't wanna have unnecessary damage. I don't wanna have unnecessary things if I don't need to have them. My job is to prepare properly, efficiently, and make it seem you know, but basically just. You know, make any chance of me losing or fucking up in a fight absolutely slim. And obviously, no, she didn't do that. But then again, she's fighting the best uh, female fighter of all time and Amanda Nunes. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Every single time Amanda Nunes fights, her performances, you know, they just continue to be the more dominant. I mean, she's had the, t- the title for how long now? Since the UFC two hundred? I don't remember how long ago that was. How long ago was the UFC two hundred? I do not I r I don't I don't fucking remember. But yeah, when I mean, she when she beat the brakes off I Misha mean, Tate, then I mean, then obviously she defended against Holly Holm, defended against me defended against Pennington, um beat the brakes off Felicia Spencer, knocked out Ronda Rousey. I mean, dude, look at the wins yet. She, she she knocked out Ronda Rousey, knocked out Holly Holm, dude, and knocked out Chris Cyborg. Jesus fucking Christ, dude! You gotta you gotta sit back and really sit and look at excuse me the MMA Mount Rushmore of female fighters that come to mind, despite their current status, despite if they lost their last fight, despite if they're not even in the UFC, despite if they're still fighting. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking, oh, Ronda lost this or Chris Cyborg this or that. No, we're talking about what these women did in their careers at those time frames and those specific times of their careers when they were hot. Ronda Rousey, for example, the queen of the armbar. When you know when she when she first burst in the UFC, she had all the hype coming from Strikeforce. Did Ronda fight in Invicta? I don't think, no, she was a, she was a strike force queen, and you know, the biggest thing about Ronda, when it came to Ronda Rousey, everyone was like, the armbar, oh my god, how everybody, how's everybody gonna stop the armbar, how's everybody stop the armbar, how's everyone gonna stop the armbar, arm at first round, it's an arm armbar, in under a minute, and then uh, Ronda just kept doing that to everybody, kept doing that, every fight, every single fight, everybody keeps watching, Ronda keeps doing the same shit, armbar, it's like, you know, what she's gonna, Joe Famous, Joe Rogan quote, they know what he's gonna. They they know what they're gonna do, and they can't stop it. Basically, when it I was like I think it was on the video game or something. Like they, they, everybody knows what Khabib's gonna do, but they still can't stop it. That shows you how good he is. But going back to Ronda, um, yeah. So no, I mean, I, was, I always thought about it. You know, as all these matchups kept happening, and you know, um, and Ronda kept getting title defense after title defense after title defense. I'm like, you know, somebody's gonna come along, and eventually be able to stop the. Devastating grappling. Devastating submission techniques of Ronda Rousey. And who other than Holly Holm comes out of the wings. Nobody gave Holly a chance. They said that Holly shouldn't have belonged in there with her. They said that she wasn't on Ronda Rousey's level. And what does Holly do? She doesn't she not only doesn't she not not only knocks her out with a beautiful head kick, she outclassed her from start to finish. There was no point in time in that entire fight that I ever thought that Ronda was going to win. After Right after the first minute, I was like, yep. Holly has fantastic distance. Holly has great footwork. She's in and out her her movement, her head movement, her footwork, everything was on point. Her distance, she didn't get sucked into a crazy brawl. and got her had, had her when she get, like she didn't get stuck in a brawl that had her on her back or getting taken down by Ronda and had her in any sorts of trouble like that. She kept her distance, she stayed patient, and you know, patience is a virtue. And we seen what happened, man. You know, Holly Holm goes and beats Ronda Rousey, but then, you know, uh she loses to Misha Tate in her first title defense, and then Amanda Nunes come to fight Misha Tate, and then that's the Amanda Nunes era, man. It's been forever since she's lost, dude. It's been forever since Amanda Nunes lost, dude. I think it's like 2014, if I'm not mistaken, the last time she lost. She lost against Kansangano, though. So. Remember that one, but Amanda was beating the shit out of Katsugano early on, and you know it shows you how much of a warrior Katzenhan is, man. She would not be denied that victory. I mean, that's a huge moral victory for her. I mean, having to win over the champ, the last woman to beat her, and look at what Katzenhan is doing now. She's just a beautiful lady she's over in Bellator now so whenever Bellator you know starts to rebook fights and stuff like that and you know have events again once once the COVID kind of dies down I don't know if that's going to be anytime soon I don't know because you know we've seen like the second wave and bullshit like that but, yeah so I mean she's doing amazing so that's a moral victory for her so I mean, she has a win over the champion Amanda Nunes but yeah Amanda Nunes looks absolutely fantastic now the, the part for me that concerns me is not about Amanda Nunes it's about the, the 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 competition, man. I mean, you, you think about it. There's not there's not even five people that come to mind that I think she could fight next for the next five fights. I mean, she are you what, are you just gonna give her fucking cans and shit like that? I'm not saying that Amanda fights cans. I'm just saying now there's really no death at one thirty five in my opinion right now. I mean, I really don't know, man. I mean, there's only there's a couple fights that come to mind for Amanda Nunez. I mean, a third fight with Valentina Shevchenko. Or, um, obviously, you know, obviously Megan Anderson fight, people are calling for that one, too. Um, but, dude, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's pretty interesting, though. You know, it it, de- it depends on, I mean, obviously, she's having, um, her baby. No, she's not having a baby. Her wife is. I think that's via surrogate. If anybody doesn't know what surrogate is, I think it's when, I don't want to butcher this, but, like, you want someone else to have your baby. Now, people, people that aren't, you know, obviously they're two women and stuff, but, like, say, like, for example, me and my wife. I don't have a fucking wife, so don't get it twisted, all okay? right? So, say, like, me and my wife, right? My wife's unable to have a baby. So, I put my cum into someone else's body. No, not, I don't fuck them. However, <laughs> you don't fuck them. You you, you 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 have your... I think your egg's frozen. Your sperm eggs or whatever the fuck it's called. Basically, someone else is having your baby for you and I don't know how the fuck all that shit works so we're not going to butcher it. Main thing is, Nina Ansaroff, Amanda his wife, is having a baby and I don't know how soon it is. going to be like that but I think Amanda should take the rest, of the, week, uh, the rest of the year off and then come back early next year, maybe. I don't know if it's too early. It's not even July yet. Hey, by the way, ladies and gentlemen... July is my birthday. July 2nd, baby. The day a king was fucking born. So, congrats to Amanda She looked absolutely fantastic. Congrats to Cody Garbrandt, obviously. Congrats to Sean O'Malley. Um, for, for for me, the Cody fight, so funny. Let me tell you a story about this. I was watching the fights on my phone, right? You pull out the ESPN app, and... Um, you're having them on there, and you know, earlier that time, whenever it's fight night, man, you know, we get drunk, we get fucked up, we get high, and a lot of people are having fun and chilling and just relaxing and all that. So, I I was doing that, and you know, obviously, I was kind of almost on my way out. Like, as in passing out, I was in the car. I mean, I mean, my Grandpa were in the front seat of the car. I mean, well, we went somewhere previously, but then we came back to the house, and I was like, you want to just chill in the car and just sit here and chill or smoke or whatever the fuck we're doing? But I had the fights on, right? And you know the dashboard of the car, right? And the people have their phone uh, mounted, the mount where they put their phone. Well, there's one that's magnetized. It has the magnet on the case and the case that I have for my iPhone. I put the iPhone case on the mount and it sticks, and I was just watching all basically I was watching all the fights. I don't need to go into detail when it comes to fucking mounts and all this other bullshit. No, um so I was watching the fights and I was kind of going like weary. I was getting a little weary, like in and out, kind of falling in and out of consciousness. All of a sudden you hear Joe Rogan's Oh fucking Cody Garbrandt, Uh fucking Cody Garbrandt, knocking out freaking Rafael Santel. Now I seen that shit happen. I wasn't like asleep and I heard him go, oh like I was awake and I was like oh like hell aloud and I was like dude I am like that's fucking insane that was crazy like right at the bell it seemed like he just fucking swung all of his bad intentions into that punch I mean I never me personally I know I think a soundtrack has another stoppage loss if I'm not mistaken over I mean not not a stoppage no not over he got stopped by Eric Koch back in the day Um, but, you know, I never seen Rafael Assuncao get slept like that, man. So it was pretty crazy. But, you know, for me, there's a lot of pressure riding in as a fight fan and a lot of people who have high praise for Cody Garbrandt despite the three losses. But in reality, man, I I, kind of chopped it up to think about it like this. I'm not saying, I mean, obviously it's three different separate times he stepped in the octagon and he did lose, so that is three losses in a row, but dude, he fought TJ Dillashaw twice, I mean, TJ, if you have his number, dude, I mean, I don't even there's, he shouldn't have even been fighting TJ the second time, to be honest with you, um, first time, yeah, first time, obviously, he's defending his belt, TJ is a own contender, TJ comes and beats the brakes off him, and, you know, goes from there, I don't think they should have fought again, I mean. I think Cody did Cody catch him cody did catch him in both fights. Now, I think if they fought ten times, it would be it would be somewhat more even. And then, you know, you see Cody hitting Pedro Munoz with everything he's got. Pedro Munoz having the iron shin that he has, man, he just caught him because Cody got all wild and, and was, you know, got all got real desperate. Not desperate, but he got a wild, and, you know, his IQ goes out the window. He's going to go into a slugfest, bite on your mouthpiece, and swing for the fences. And, unfortunately, he paid the price for that in the Pedro Munoz fight. And then, ever since then, we haven't seen him. You know, we we had had a global pandemic going on. It sounds like a crazy thing to say. (laughs) And then, we didn't have fights for a long time. We just recently started getting fights back and all that. So... You know, for him, you know, the win he had is a perfect win. That's a good fucking win for him. Now, we can sit back and talk about what can be next. What can be next for Cody Garbrandt. Uh, the Sean O'Malley fight, <coughs> I'm not sold on that, ladies and gentlemen. Just being honest. I mean, I-, I love Sean O'Malley. I think he deserves a main event, co-main event slot in his next fight. But Cody Garbrandt, is Sean O'Malley even ranked in the top 15? Is he even ranked in the top 15, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. But, you know, obviously, he he looked amazing against Eddie Wineland, top contender contender in that division. You know, one of the bigger names in that division, history in that division, history in UFC, um, WEC, first WEC champion, you know, know, former UFC title challenger. That's a big, big win. But, if I was playing Matchmaker, what comes to mind, though, for Cody next? I mean, he just beat Rafael Assuncao. Let me take a look at Rafael Sunsao's Wikipedia. I just got a text message. Who the fuck is this? Mm. All right, we're going to look at Rafael Asunzao. I, I, I wasn't. I think he was coming off like a win streak or something. That's why I'm saying this. Um, let me see. Rafael sunset <laughs> Rafael, I'll call him Rafael Asunzao. He has some big wins too, though, man. I mean, what Rafael Asunzao has done in that division and his big wins over a lot of top dudes in that division, I mean, he has win over. Here, let me see. Let me look. So. Man, if you want to compare KOs, I just read something. Uh, Cody says his his KO is better. It was, dude. I mean, I don't I mean, Sean O'Malley's is cool, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to compare them. They're both fucking awesome. All right, let me look. Rafael Sons, wicked. Uh, oh, that's not good. Oh, no. Oh, wow, I didn't even realize that. Oh. Oh. why I said that, the reason why you hear me being very dramatic, cause I didn't realize he lost three in a row a Sunset he's now where Cody was before Ooh. Ooh. that is horrendous, oh no I did not know that he lost three in a row oh that sucks dude Just a damn good fighter, he's still a damn good fighter for anybody a lot of people had him winning early on in that fight. Had him ahead on the scorecards. I mean, you know, one punch can change anything. And Banoe, when are people one punch knock people? Like, Cody Garbrandt knocked him out. That's crazy, man. But, yeah, so his loss, he has, he has, he has uh... The recent UFC losses were T.J. Dillashaw at UC 200. Uh, ooh, Rafael Suntzal slapped Mar- Matthew Lopez. Jeez. Um... So, we had, a. Uh, Okay, so recently... We're going to talk about his last three losses, okay? So, Sun he lost to Cody recently, Cody Sanhagen, and Marlon Marais in the rematch. The first fight Marlon with Marlon, he edged him with the split decision, a lot of people thought Marlon won that fight, and then we go back. Rematch, Marlon Ryan wins in fantastic fashion, submits him in the very first round in Brazil in Fortaleza, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, unfortunately for Rafael you, know, uh, you know, very classy and defeat, released an Instagram video, talking about, um, obviously, the fight and, you know, it's, it's respect at the end of the day, Cody Garbrandt did, you know, post a good message to Rafael Sanz on on Twitter, on Instagram, stuff like that. So it's good to see people being classy. So, so going back to what I was saying about Cody Garbrandt. Um, next t- next fight for him, I don't know necessarily. I mean, maybe a Dominic Cruz fight. I don't know. I mean, Dominic Cruz is coming off a loss, but Cody. I mean, Cody already beat him, so I don't know. I mean, for Dominic Cruz, that would be a, a good fight for him to get back in the win column or try to at least attempt to get back in the win column, but. I don't know, I mean, I don't think, if I was Cody, I wouldn't want to be going after anybody that has a loss, starts coming off of a loss, um, I mean, Sean O'Malley did win and shit like that, um, but, I don't know, I think you have to look at the Bantamweight to top five, let me look at the top, let me look at the top ten of Bantamweight, <sighs> Top ten. All right, going to pull up a of my divisions rankings. Mm-hmm. Who makes these fucking rankings anyway? Is it true that the media does? Fuck the media, bro. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, quickly. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we are presented to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Anchor Radio, Anchor.fm makes this podcast possible. Anchor makes this podcast available on every single major podcast provider. You get your podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher, All the major podcast providers you get your shows from, we're available everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You will not miss one episode of our show. You can also visit our site directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod for all the episodes recorded using Anchor. It's been easy, it's been fun, it's been interesting throughout, throughout the entire time. I've done 200 plus episodes on Anchor and I will continue to keep doing so until I have my last breath. Ladies and gentlemen, you can download the app directly in the App Store, Google Play the iTunes App Store, regardless, free of charge. Anchor is five star rated app in partnership with Spotify too, so that makes it easy. I mean, the hardest thing for me early on was getting my podcast out to all the platforms. There was no way for me to get out to the platforms because early on, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I I didn't know what the hell, how the hell to do all that techy kind of shit. Put your poster shows. You know, I knew YouTube, SoundCloud, all that. I used those early on too, but anchor anchor sums all that up anchor gets rid of all your problems so let me get rid of all your problems for you guys as well it's 2020 we're in the midst of a pandemic um people are protesting cops are kneeling on people's knees there's fucking craziness or people cops are kneeling on people's heads excuse me there's i shouldn't use that as a reference i'm sorry i didn't mean to butcher that I include that in an ad but you know like i said ladies and gentlemen there's a platform you're not going to get censored you're not going to have people bullshit you or try to you know, tell you you can't say things like that. You're on your own network, you're on your own platform, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I've said some crazy ass outlandish things on the show and that never got canceled or anything, deja vu or anything else like that. I hope I didn't just jinx myself or anything like that. But yeah, like I said, Anchor is the app for you. You can sit around with your friends, family, whatever it is. If you want to be six feet apart, if you want to be six feet anywhere, if you want to be anywhere in the fucking world, you can broadcast and talk and broadcast your show all along with Anchor, as long as you have a connection, Wi-Fi connectivity, or a data connection, ladies and gentlemen. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, anchor.fm forward slash Pod to start your own podcast today. Everyone's doing it. There's over a million people doing podcasts worldwide and counting my grandma can have a podcast for all you know. Your grandma, your wife, your kids. I mean, there's young people on YouTube doing all those fancy, you know, TV shows and or whatever it is, you know, uh, TikTok videos, all that other bullshit. So what's to stop younger people or older people or any people of age from doing a podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own show today. All right, let's get back to it, motherfuckers. All right what's next so we got some fights later on this weekend um well not this week it is the weekend bitch it's saturday we got jessica i taking on cynthia calvillo um it's pretty it's pretty good fight i like it battle of the women I like women fights man especially when they're headliners and stuff like that that's awesome so we're gonna talk about some recent now, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna um, mention some recently announced fights that have gotten a lot of people's attention and has gotten my attention as well and you know it seems like a fuck ton of fights are being announced right now it's kind of overwhelming to be honest with you two months um, during quarantine and not being able to you know, do shit and not having fights and stuff, it felt like forever. So it's a little overwhelming having all these fights being in the house right now, but we're going to get through it, motherfuckers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we're starting from the bottom to the top. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, um, so Derek Brunson versus Edmund Shabazzian rebooked for August UFC's August 1st event. Um, all right, that's cool. Um, we got Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana. That's a good fight. Um, Ian Hynish returns against Brendan Allen. That's a good one. Clay Guida versus Bobby Green. And Kamaru Usman puts his title on the line against Gilbert Burns. Unfortunately, it's not a Jorge Masvidal, Negotiations didn't weren't able to, uh, you know, weren't able to, uh, what is it, you know, fall into place. Gilbert Burns took what he needed, and now he is getting his title fight, and that will be interesting. A rematch between Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, has, uh, been announced for UFC's 251 in Yaz Island, Abu Dhabi, July 11th. Um, Josie Aldo versus pierre Yan, obviously, um, Abu Dhabi as well, that's awesome. July 11th. Um, Jim Miller versus Roosevelt Roberts, good one, good fun fight, A 160 pound catchweight fight. Um, alright, let's go to the top, some of these fights bore me, um, not the ones I just recently announced, but, um... Marab, Marab Devalishvili will take on, um, Gustavo Lopez, um, and, uh, what is it? You know, he, uh, Gustavo Lopez is a 135-pound champion, Colbat the Americas, so... And he's uh on short notice cuz Ray Borg had to pull out due to family emergencies maybe something to do with his son um Jarzinho Rosenstrike versus uh Junior Dos Santos uh that's a crazy good fight get rid of that mustache though dude that looks kind of weird like the rapist mustache come on J- Dos Santos um Jarzinho Rosenstrike yeah Jarzino just came off of uh the loss to uh, Francis and Ganu recently. So, look at that. Oh, jo- Ji Yong Kim versus Alexa Grosso. Ooh, Alexa Grosso is so fucking sexy, dude. That girl, man, she is one of the finest fucking women I've ever seen. She's so pretty, man. If you look at Alexa Grasso, dude, it's like, look how beautiful she is, but she can beat your ass. She's good hand. Oh, look at those hands, damn. Her English is improving, definitely. She has a hot, sexy accent. I'd have to say, man, she's one of the sexiest women I've probably ever fucking come across. Not let not come across, but um, um what is it? I mean, she's just hot oh, as fuck. She kind of looks like Ariana Grande a little bit. And doesn't she kind of remind you a little bit of Ariana Grande? She's like the UFC version of Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucking cool, dude. Okay, uh... Slave phone. Let me show you something. This week, in things that should have happened in 1865, NASCAR officially banned the Confederate flag from all races. Specifically, probably. Like walk- it's really that shirt. Like a red shirt. Uh, red. Alrighty. Check your privilege edition. It clings to. seven minutes and counting. Um, I feel like there's just so much more left to talk about. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's get right back to it. so basically i've just been working a lot um the weather has been bipolar as fuck you know one day it's windy as fuck one day it's sprinkling for about 30 minutes and then you go to it being hot as fuck dude i mean i've always been very active like i'm an active dude oh and shit like that but Like, when it comes to sweating and shit, dude, I sweat like a racehorse, man. If you ever grappled or anything like that, you can see, like, the grappling and, um... Like, you see how sweaty and tired you get when you do cardio and stuff? It's like, dude, you have to use, like, your whole, all your fucking energy and shit like that. And it's, like, it's absolutely exhausting. So, I mean, I went on a bike ride yesterday. Dude, let me fucking tell you how fucking, how, how fucking, how, 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 how fucking hard it is when you're battling the wind. Now, hey, fuck you if you're a savage at going uphill when it comes to riding a bike and stuff like that. That shit's fucking hard. Let me just tell you, my legs are burning. Uh, The wind is like... Like literally right in your face. And on top of that, the road I was on was there's a lot of fucking crazy, insane, psychotic motherfuckers driving around all the time. So I mean, people are just driving crazy going down this specific road. That I'm not going to name but people are just driving absolutely fucking crazy. So, it's like you got to freaking battle the wind. Had to battle the wind while I'm riding a bike on top of shitty people. Because I don't want to just be casually riding my bike and someone fucking hits me and kills me. Something like that, man. I don't want to die by any of these stupid ass motherfuckers, dude. Fuck all that. But, yeah. So, like I said, if you've ever rode uphill, you're a savage, dude. And you got some legs. That's goals right there. I mean, I've been riding probably for about, like i've been riding for a while like i've been riding since like 2015 or so passionately i mean i rode bikes and shit it's not but passionately riding long distance miles and shit like that i've been riding for hella long but i'm still not there man i still get tired man sometimes that shit's hard it gets fucking hard and tough and difficult and you're breathing hard and and then when you get home you you get excited that you did it. So and that's why I said like during the quarantine I've been doing a lot of fucking like working out know, and shit like that. So I mean it's it's been fun, but damn, I've just been working and uh um working alongside, you know, just working and working. You know, getting my body in shape, a lot of heavy lifting a lot of like you know, like you know, I feel I definitely feel I'm getting stronger. The funny thing is, I was mentioning, I was telling myself in my head when I was trying not to go crazy yesterday. I was like, dude, I'm like I'm getting tired with this up. Now it was not uphill, it felt like uphill because the winds ten miles per hour just right in your fucking face and shit. Right, it just you know kind of. You know, making it to tw- where you know like when I ride my bikes normally when there's no wind I glide bro I can have some good ass energy some good cardio I can push the pace you do know, all that shit very hard but like when it comes to the wind like that I can't do that Stuff if like I said, if you guys ever rode a bike uphill or done anything like you cardio machines and you're just not in shape. I'm not saying I'm not in shape. I should not I should not not be in shape. I, I'm in perfect shape. I'm just not in shape for uphill or fucking heavy-ass winds hitting me in my face trying to ride. And it's like you're going the opposite way. But when you got to go the way that you're going and the wind's blowing from that direction, you got to fucking push through, man. Maybe I just need to work a little bit harder. I give myself like six more months or some shit or less man there's this um there's uh so i was at the store i was at the store earlier today right there's this one girl in there man the cashier i know every time i go in that store every so often though like i always go in there i always see her i'm like dude she's fucking hot at least she's hot to me man that's the thing um it's so funny it's so fucking funny how we the tides turn. We're on like the last fifteen minutes of the show, so I figured why the fuck not? We should just fucking blow it all up and have some fun. Um Yeah, man, she's fucking sexy though. Every time I go in there she I always talking I mean I, I try to get a little flirty and stuff, but I don't really, not really too much fan. It's like too much pressure, especially when there's people in line and stuff like that. Like if it was just me in line or some shit. It's like a corner store. I go there, I get beer all the time. I get uh, alcohols, whatever it is, you know, whenever it's like time to party or whatever, get when it's just essentials and all that, I go to the store for that. But I always talk to her, I'm like, oh, like, oh it's nice to see you. And she's like, oh, it's nice to see you too. And then, you know, someone like, I don't really, I mean, I go in the stores, I haven't been in the stores for so often. Ugh. Excuse me, I haven't been in the store. I, I go in there every so often, I was like, Oh yeah, it's nice to see you. I, was like, I haven't been here in here so long. But she's like cute, man, man, I don't know. You know the worst part about when you find some fine ass girls that you think are fuck sexy that that are seem to have good personality when you're like around them and shit. Uh it you know, most likely, like, those people are the ones that are taken and stuff right now. Dude, we could all, We could do, we, we could literally do, I don't know if it'll be next. It should be, if you really want to. We could do a podcast about women. Talking about women. Talking about the ups, downs, lessons, and rights of of my, ang- not my, not my, my, my thoughts about women and my favorite kinds and all that. Let's do it for the last 15 minutes. Uh, we literally, we're like on 40, the 44 mark right now. Okay, so, you know, it, it sucks when you get girls that have such a good personality. But th- th- maybe they're your friend or they talk to you. They're not, not not talking like talk, talk, like, you know what I mean? Like talking to guys and trying to get to know you and, you know, eventually fucking hooking up or whatever, being together or whatever it is. Um, like, you're just just talking normal normal friends. You can be friends with a girl without any weird sexual shit or anything or any weird tension and stuff. But, um... You know, there's a lot of good girls, man, but the good girls are like all, all, all the ones that are taken. I mean, I mean, I understand that. Like, obviously we're in we're in the midst of a global pandemic right now, so I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I don't think people are fucking insane right now. And there's hella girls that are insane and hella girls acting hella different and hella weird and stuff but it all depends on where you shop at man where you go for when it comes to your women whether it's online god forbid or in person but then wh- where the fuck is there places that are open for you to go Well, wow. but i mean the bars just recently opened i did go to the bar on like or something like last week or something like that just one just one little drink and a, and a burger that tastes severely similar to in and out burger so had a lot of fun, I mean, it was, it was cool, definitely, but, yeah, for so, like, sure, when it comes to women, man, like, that girl at the, gi- at the fucking, I was gonna say at the gym, at that fucking corner store, man, you know, I, everybody has their preferences and stuff like that when it comes to women, man, what, what are you, some of your guys' favorite kinds of women, I, for myself, since, since I was young, I always liked Latinas, Mexican girls. They're just so hot, dude. It's like, oh, my God. That's, like, the hottest nationality ever. I mean, I'd say percentage-wise, dude, when it comes to the excitement or, like, oh, my God. The level of, oh, my God. They're just all so fine. They come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. It's like, dude, you almost don't know what to pick. And what I mean by that is, like, dude, you have preferences and shit what you like some people like tall girls some people like skinny girls some people like fat girls (laughs) uh for me i mean personally thinking about it like i don't go off of visuals if this if this makes any sense right now i don't go off visuals but i go off personality if you have an amazing personality and just really feel your good energy and your good vibes and, your, and you, you, you talk to me and you have a really good personality and you're open-minded or whatever it is, oof, best believe it will be very attractive. I get so attracted to people with great personalities because you don't have good personalities too much times nowadays. I mean, you, you can find a pretty girl, but her personality's all pfft, absolute shit. You don't want no absolute shit. I mean, there's people that are like, Oh, this girl's fine as fuck, but you know, personality is shit. Like, you know, you're ugly if you have a bad personality basically. But, you know, there's there's certain people that's like, you know, like, oh, this bitch is so fine. And I'll fuck her, but I will never want to see her. Man, I don't want to fuck actually to be honest with you, it doesn't matter, man. It, it 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 will turn me completely the other way if the girl has a shitty ass attitude. I don't care how fine you are. That will make me not want to talk to you. I don't know how the hell we got into talking about this. We're pretty buzzing or pretty, pretty, uh, pretty lit here on this podcast. Um, but yeah, man, it's like personality is key. It's a top tier thing. That's one of the best things that you can, uh, uh, you know, one of the best things that you can do. And one of the best things that, uh, you know, you can, uh, you know, personality, man. You, you combine your personality, you should do whatever it is you want to do vibe, any, any other good shit like that, I mean, I love personality, man, I also like looks too, I like big booties, I like women with big booties, it doesn't matter, man, like big girls, I mean, small girls, skinny girls, I mean, I don't really care, but man, women, just, man, their faces are so, the faces, the face is what gets me, is that bad to say that, the face? Oh, pretty face doesn't doesn't change it doesn't uh, it's not gonna solve all the problems you gotta look at the personality blah, blah, blah. so many people have told me that shit I'm like fuck off man You don't understand it's like there is some hot ass girls right there I don't I've never been a guy that care about like visuals so like when it comes to, like their body and shit like that like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and ask for, oh you have to be in shape or you gotta be doing you got to you gotta be uh, this way or that way, anyway, specific. Nah, I'll take them. Anyway, for personality, solid. You're a little cute. You're a little cutie. You treat me good. You know how to treat people. Then, that's enough for me. <clears throat> Other than that, man. I mean, I don't. Really, I don't ask for too much. Just good personality, willingness to you know talk about things. You know, open minded loyalty and all the other things i'm not gonna sit here and try to advocate we're not at a dating show we go from talking about people punching each other in the face top contenders to talking about how crazy how we gone how crazy has this quarantine made us how crazy is it, it being like five of our fucking last episodes haven't like the ones that weren't mma related we were just talking about bullshit when it came to the fucking quarantine and shit and it was crazy But, um, I think, definitely, it's been a while, I miss talking to you guys, I miss being on here, um, I miss all you guys, <sighs> fuck, it's been crazy, crazy week, I work five days a week, now at my other job, uh, well, my normal job, I, I, I have three jobs, ladies and gentlemen, podcasts, undisclosed job, undisclosed job, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, I'm a pimp on the side. I'm just kidding. I'm just just kidding. I'm just fucking kidding. <laughs> no, no, man. Other than that, it's, it's very physical. Like, heavy lifting and shit. Like, picking up heavy shit all the time. And, you know, like, some landscaping and shit on the side, too. And, you know, well, I work in a warehouse and stuff like that. But, you know, this company I work with specifically um, works... With multiple areas and multiple locations, different sites that need to be managed, taken care of, maintenance and all the different other shit. On top of that, and then I'll just be honest, fast food on the side. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a guy that likes to go out and, and and work. Regardless, I don't want to work a specific thing or do anything specific. I just go with what I find most comfortable. You know, not comfortable, but you know, for side job, for side cash, for all these other different things that I do. I just want to be involved in the public. I just want to deliver amazing customer service. Customer service on top of a, having a great podcast, having great communications with people, you know, kind of doing more than one thing, man. It's like, dude, it's like three different categories of three different things. So, there's like three different things like that, like podcast, food, customer service, and, um... And you know, obviously working for uh, you know, obviously that warehouse in county, it's county, it's a county job, like you work with you know, like county schools and stuff like that. So, like, you know, they're not schools, but um, what it schools and different businesses they have contracts with and go manage, take care of those properties and make sure they look good, you know what I mean? Just like you get your famous business and you see the nice, fucking grass, the nice shit, all that, people gotta manage that shit and make it look good, so that's kind of what I do, so, it's, it's, it's been fun, it's been busy, I mean, I miss you guys, I miss doing the show, I'm sorry, it's been like 17 days, I promise it won't be like that anymore, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're gonna sit here and call it quits for this one, um, tomorrow, I think we should return tomorrow, definitely, um, I mean, tomorrow or later today, whatever it is, tomorrow, um, it seems a little bit better, this is uh, G the King Gabriel Hernandez. Here, silent off. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the handles have changed. Follow me on Instagram at G the King Official, as well as G the King MMA on Twitter, KWTK Pod, both on Instagram and Twitter. That hasn't changed. Okay, guys, on top of that, we're available like I said everywhere you get your podcast, anchor.fm forward slash KWTK pod and so forth, ladies and gentlemen. We're available everywhere you get your shows. Subscribe, like, share, rate, review, and then some. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Nice to be here. 53 minutes in 53 minutes in we had a great show we talked about a lot we had some fun we talked about women at the end like i said i'm very serious very keen on potentially having a podcast where we talk just strictly about women that would be fun man it's not strictly but we can talk about anything you want I don't want to talk about all the different types, shapes, and sizes, and all the sexy, amazing women, and all the fucking amazing, dirty secrets. We can get nasty as fuck on the show. We can talk about so much fucking amazing shit, and we're going to do that in the future, though. But right now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll be back sooner rather than later. Listen to every single show. Everything we have is available on Anchor or the, the apps you guys get your podcasts from. Every single podcast we've recorded with Anchor will be available for download or stream, depending on what you have. Spotify Premium, you know, only got to pay for that to download the shows, but you can stream, like, share, rate, review for free, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks.